Hello everyone and welcome to another Market Recap. I am your host, Drezos. Let's take a look at the week ending March 18th. Well, the Dow Jones Industrial Average ended the week up 5.5%. S&P was up 6.2%. The NASDAQ was up 8.2%. The 10-year held steady at 2.15. And oil uh, was at 103.63, down uh, 5.2%. So I want to start off this podcast by looking um, past a few weeks here and seeing how the market is interpreting the whole Ukraine and Russia conflict and my thoughts on that. So to begin with, um, I would like to look at what has kind of happened the past 25 years, right? I mean, the world is a lot more connected um, than it was 25 years ago. I mean, whether it's kind of having, um, you know, more things outsourced, whether um, it's getting things more from China, getting more natural resources from South America, um, you know, for kind of battery production, right, for, for, for EVs, um, getting more oil from... Um, you know, the Middle East, getting more oil from or gas from Russia. I mean, we are all very, very connected, more than we have, I think, in the history of, of you know, the modern, um, you know, modern times. So when this, when this, you know, conflict happened, you have one of the G7 powers going to war um and a war that the majority of the world does not agree with it it makes things a lot more difficult to kind of maneuver and try to you know try to function as as a world economy right like you have it's kind of like you have a a machine and you're taking you know one of the you could say vital seven main parts of the machine and you're going to take it out and do you think it's going to function just like it was you know, a few weeks before that, that part was not in that machine. Of course it's not. And that's what we're trying to kind of figure out here. We're trying to see how we're going to maneuver through this. You know, we're trying to find that equilibrium, as, as, I, as I'm saying. Like, we're trying to find that middle ground where, okay, if we were to take that out, how is this machine going to function now? And, and that's what the market is trying to figure out. Similarly, kind of what we had with COVID, I mean, you could say there, there are some sort of uh, um, similarities, right? Like the world was impacted by this and it's like, okay, how, how are we going to continue to function or move forward with this? And that's the same thing that's going on with, with the Ukraine and Russia conflict. It's like, we're trying to fight figure out how long will this continue? And, and, and not only that, but it's like, how is this going to affect how you know, you know, Joe mechanic down the street gets his parts for you know to do his business, um, you know, like because again we're and and we might be punishing you know people that are helping Russia and you know more recently you know President Biden was uh, you know warning China not to help Russia and I mean we haven't cut out Russia I mean I'm sorry China. Because we're so dependent on China. And what would happen if we cut out 
China or, or try to sanction China or do something with China. I mean, we're very, not just us, the U.S., but, I mean, Europe, I mean, all the world is very dependent on China. And if people start to say, well, I mean, I, the U.S. is the one that had this meeting and it was going to do something. I don't know about the rest of the world, right? Because if they're so dependent on China manufacturing, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, okay, either we're we going to punish ourselves to punish them, thus punishing Russia. I mean, it, it's, it's something that no forecast or, or no, um, you know, scholar has, has ever tried to, um, try to figure out or, or anticipate, right? We've been focusing for the past, you know, we've been focusing ourselves for about like 25 years of, of building a, you know, a global, you know, you say globaliz globalization, um, where every country benefited. And now it's like, uh oh, we, we, what do we do now? And that's where we are, basically. I mean, um, we start seeing, you know, a lot of people, a lot of articles written, a lot of people in the news talking, trying to figure things out. And it's, I mean, just like what we had, I mean, the last, you could say, big war was, I mean, the U.S. and um, Iran, Iraq, I'm sorry, or even, you know, the first Iraq war, the second Iraq war, it's, you know, we went to war, you know, oil, you know, well, why did we go in there? What was a mass destruction or the first one when Iraq invaded Kuwait? Um, you know, we were helping out and, and, you know, we didn't, you know, we went in there and it took, you know, years for that conflict to kind of go away. Um, I mean, I'm sorry to, you know, what well, we're basically where the war to end, right? And this moment in time, it's like, you know, how long will this continue? It's anybody's guess, but what we what the market will do though is is try to find a place a, a equilibrium where we'll be like okay well if Russia is going to be basically out of the playing field for this for for x amount of time you know this will be the new kind of like you know this is a new machine right until things either we have some more breakthroughs and in, in you know peace uh, or settlements or whatever um, I don't. I don't think the world wants uh, East-West Ukraine, right? We don't want to go back to East-West Germ Germany, you know, from a while back. Um, but again, you know, like uh, that, it, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a fortune teller, um, and, and neither is anybody that's, that's on the, you know, radio uh, news or whatever, trying to, you know, give you guys, give, give some uh, direction of. of of what's next. Uh, next thing I want to uh, touch on is uh, basically tech wreck, right? How this year so far has played out in regards to technology. And it, it hasn't been pretty. And I kind of touched on this last year um, when we had Euphoria, right? When we had a lot of these companies uh, that went public just skyrocket. Um, and you know it was a, it was the year of easy money stimulus you name it i mean we we went bonkers for anything new uh you know airbnb um you had uh, snowflake and it's just you know the market just kept throwing money at them and we're talking to a colleague and and i and i told him i said you know like it, it's it's hard to buy some of these companies at 
you know, $100 for one share. I mean, you know, remember 10, 15 years ago, it's, you know, you would buy a good company for, you know, $40 or $50 a share. And now it's like you have to go over a hundred something dollars to get a good a piece of, of a new company that just IPO'd, right? And, and I know there's a lot of things that have to do with pricing and market cap or whatever, but but in general that that just seems out, you know, very expensive for your average person to, to own a share of a company. Um and 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 I and I kept saying it's like, well, you know, those that are making money off this, like kudos to you. Um, but you know, just beware. And I've said this at nauseum in last year's podcast, where where it's like as easily it goes up, it could easily go back down, right? And that's the thing with stocks. It's like you buy something that's aggressive and it makes you money quickly. It it does the same thing the other way. I mean, you know, unless it could continue to prove itself, um, you know, with earn you know with earnings then then it you know the, the market will catch up to it and, and that's what we've seen so far we've seen a lot of these high flyers peloton zoom video docusign the darlings of the pandemic have really um corrected and, and how long will this continue right like how long will you know will these never recover i mean no i mean i, I the, the like docusign and zoom video have valid businesses right but at the same time, there's competition, and a competition from well-established players. They came out of, they came out of the pandemic because, it, like at the time, nobody knew where to go, and they were just an option that just basically just went viral, and you know it produced them a lot of new customers. Now with time, kind of just. You know, where basically like companies like Microsoft or Cisco had time to um, develop new, te- you know, enhanced technologies. You know, they're they're coming out with their competing businesses. You know, whether it's WebEx or Google Meetings or whatever, where they could continue to to chip away at at at, at that um, market share that these companies. Um, were given during the pandemic and thus it basically it's it's i mean it's just natural businesses it's just more competition like somebody comes out with something that's very hot you know right behind them are are other companies that been living in that business that are trying to you know win over those next customers and that's where we're at now now i remember last year also people were like on the reddit boards like you know, memeing Warren Buffett and his old school approach to investing and how that doesn't work anymore, you know, to the moon and, you know, ABC company just came out, it's going to be the next, you know, next um, uh, Tesla or whatever, or this new EV play. And and what's been going on is that, um, that now where interest rates are going up, the Fed is a little bit more aggressive at taming inflation um, you know, it, there'll be less euphoria. So now, looking at companies that Warren Buffett's invest in, which have cash flow today, as opposed to companies that are tech related that don't have cash flow, or are basically trying to get cash flow um, for the future, 
are the ones that are get punished. Now, personally, I, I, I love tech, as, as I mentioned many, you know, in previous podcasts. Yeah, I've also, um, you know, took took um, a hit during this time. But the, the tech that I invest in are, norm, are, are tech that that makes money, that have cash flow, right? That, that um, you know, are at the brink of either their earnings are, you know, net income positive or about to be naked income positive, right? And, and I, I believe in, in those type of uh, tech names, or even, and I also have some, some of the mega cap tech names in my, my personal portfolio, because, you know, that, that to me is, um, it's somewhat of a, of a, you could say, um, growthy, safe play in, in times like this. So, um, you know, I, I just wanted to touch on that because it's kind of like we're seeing the flip side of 2021 and 2022, which the contrarian in in me says, well, if that happened during the good times and now the bad times are, are getting hit, that means, in my opinion, there's opportunity in, in current companies now, right? Like, they've... Because everything has been sold off, not just the meme stocks, but but everything. So there could be some value in some of these companies that were just kind of kind of washed away with the herd. So um, you know, be looking out for for opportunities to to dip in. Um, and as I was talking to a colleague uh, regarding the market, and and she was telling me how she's down so much this year. I said, well, when do you need your money? And she's like, not anytime soon. And I said, okay, well, actually, you should be actually, you know, contributing a little bit more to your contributions because, you know, things will pro- will probably be better than what we are today in 10, 10 years from now. So because of that, you want to put more money in now as opposed to sell or, or go to cash or whatever or panic now when things are not doing so well. So, you know, there's a contrarian thinking on there. And I'll include a clip here of our hero, um, Warren Buffett, uh, to make that point. Stocks are safe for the long run, and they're very unsafe for tomorrow. Berkshire, three times since I took over, has gone down roughly 50%. Did I feel poor then? No, not at all. I knew it was going to be worth more over time. American business is going to be worth more over time. That's what you're buying as a business. You're not buying a stock. You're buying a piece of a whole bunch of businesses. Are those businesses going to be worth more 10 or 20 or 30 years from now? Of course they are. But if you think you can jump in and out or that you know the time to come in, I think you're making a mistake. Thank you again for uh, tuning into another market recap. I appreciate your uh, patronage. And if you find this to be inf- uh, informative and insightful, feel free to pass it along to a colleague or friend. Uh, thank you very much and have a terrific, wonderful day.